0: I'm enough at
1: last. Submitted for your consideration to sci fi fans Sean Majors and Keith Conrad. Rewatch The Twilight Zone from beginning to end. It's like something out of that Twilight show about that zone
0: clown, hobo, ballet dancer, bagpiper, and an army major. A collection of question marks. Five improbable entities stuck together into a pit of darkness. No logic. No reason, no explanation. Just a prolonged nightmare, in which fear, loneliness, and the unexplainable walk hand in hand through the shadows. In a moment, we'll start collecting clues as to the whys, the whats, and the wheres. We will not end the nightmare, we'll only explain it. Because this is The Twilight Zone.
2: Episode number 79 of The Twilight Zone, was five characters in search of an exit, or Sean, as I like to call it, really dark toy story.
1: Oh my God. Like this, I remember seeing this when I was, you know, seven, eight, whatever, and just depressed. I couldn't play with my toys for, for, well, minutes, but it's a very depressing episode.
2: It is. And, uh, well, I mean, actually, you could make an argument that you should play with your toys more because they'd be... Oh, true. while While you're just, you know, sitting there not playing with
1: them very so true
2: you could have actually used it as an excuse to play with your toys more
1: well like i said last week i don't learn lessons from twilight zone episodes
2: <laughs> that, that's true we did we did learn that uh except the so,
1: nazis are bad
2: uh the nazis are bad and uh, the south was uh, the, the south was not the good guys in the civil war
1: <laughs> <laughs> such a weird episode you we,
2: we did learn that
1: <laughs> i forgot about that <laughs>
2: Uh, so we we meet a uniformed army major who, who by the way is in the US Army not the Confederate Army thankfully um, <laughs> he finds himself like in a in a large metal tube basically uh, and he meets a uh, I, I think the first character he meets is a clown and um, like I I was always kind of weirded out by by this particular clown because he had the flower pot in his head. Like, I, I had no idea what that was about.
1: Yeah, the clown. I think this was probably one of the first like clowns that scared me. I think this this episode taught me that clowns can be scary.
2: I, I think even when I was even when I was young, like that that seemed weird to me. And I remember you know, like having a conversation with with my dad. Like, why, why does the clown have a flower pot in his head? My, my dad was basically just like, ah, it was the 60s. It was a weird time.
1: <laughs> He's not wrong.
2: <laughs> now, he also meets a hobo, a ballet dancer, and a bagpiper. By the way, uh, Sean, do you know why bagpipers are always walking? I do not. Uh, it's to get away from all the noise.
1: Nailed it. Nailed yeah. it.
2: Nailed it. Uh, when, <laughs> when I was always confused about both with the uh the clown and then the eventual emergence of the other characters in search Oh of yeah. Is were they all there or did they like pop up you know like one at a time as we as we're meeting them because like that, oh, that yeah. wasn't really clear because you know, like there there's a time where the army general or the army major, sorry, I, I don't want to promote him. Uh, you know, beyond he deserves he's a major, not a general. Uh, where he seems to be by himself, like there's nobody else around. Yeah, and then he bumps into the clown, and then like the other ones just show up. But it's yeah. because the 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 thing that they're in, like this little world that they inhabit, it's not
1: that big. It's, it's very empty too.
2: It's it's very small and very empty. So you would think that immediately, as soon as he opens his eyes, he's going to be like, oh, there's four <laughs> other people here.
1: But, I will say that I trip over a dog toy pretty much every 45 minutes in my own home. So right. maybe he's just one of those who just does not look where he's going. <laughs> oh, God, God, a clown.
2: That, that could be. I mean, when he first gets there, he's sort of like blindly groping at the at the walls, which we all the time. Um, so maybe he, he just... He's just not a very curious guy and didn't think to turn around, and that's why you didn't <laughs> see anybody.
1: Um, it seems like a pretty good, uh, you know, motley crew. I feel like that they could entertain themselves for a while. The hobo doesn't really bring a lot to the table, but um,
2: no, he's just kind of sad.
1: And,
2: yeah, I mean, which honestly, that that's sort of a hobo's job is to <laughs> kind of be sad.
1: Awful benefits, but man, the time goes by real quick.
2: Uh, so the the major is the newest, you know. He, he's, yeah, uh, yeah. That that's the thing I'm sort of hazy on. Is is is? I mean, obviously he's the one we were introduced to. So I guess we're assuming that all of the other people were there. They didn't just yeah. They didn't just like pop into existence.
1: Yeah, I never thought about that, but I I, I always just assumed that they were there, and uh, you know, I guess he's he's just a, a very uh, you know, he, d- not he doesn't there notice there. a lot of stuff. Yeah. No. <laughs>
2: Um, yeah, so, so I guess, yeah, we'll, we'll just talk it up chalk it up to him, not being very observant. <laughs> uh, so he's, uh, he's, he's full of pits and vinegar. a good army major would be. Yes, uh, true. He, he wants, is. He wants to get out of there. He's, he's like, why, why are, why, why are we stuck in here? We need to get out of here. And so he keeps, keeps trying various things. Um, you know, at, at first he actually asks the various, uh, the, the very obvious questions, of you know hey you know if if we're all here uh what how do we get food how do we get water yeah yeah
1: and um you know nothing
2: uh nothing um no no one has any answers to that
1: and they and they don't remember like anything right they ju- they were just kind of like like this is their first moment of existence like they they don't remember where they are where they where they came from or anything like that
2: no nothing nothing at all um so, yeah, I, I, I think the uh, I, I think it's the ballerina that, that basically tells them we we're, we're nothing. We just um, we're just here.
1: Man, that ballerina was a pretty lady.
2: Uh, apparently the smartest of the bunch, too. <laughs>
1: Definitely. Brains and beauty.
2: Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think that I, I I wonder if there's any philosophy uh, classes where they uh, where they do a deep dive on this
1: episode. Oh, man, that'd be interesting.
2: Uh, it would be. So, So you know, they, they're, they sort of like exchange various uh, theories about where they are. Um, I think the bagpiper thinks they might be a, a dream, which how do they know what a dream is?
1: <laughs> yeah, they, they know that they need food. They know that they, you know, they need they have like, you know, the, the hierarchy of needs, but uh, they don't remember where they are, where they came from.
2: No, I mean they, they need food. Eventually, if they get food, they're going to have to do other things. They—they um, they have a lot of uh, needs to take care of these uh, these, these these people. These, these five characters. Um,
1: this is um, this is one of the more well-known episodes, right?
2: Uh, I think it definitely is. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think there, there's a lot of people that um, you know. If you were introducing somebody to the Twilight Zone, you might pick this episode. Yeah, because it's, it's it's very self contained. It's not it's not you know
1: it's, it's a unique one. Yeah, um, there's no cowboys or astronauts.
2: There, there aren't, although there could be. <laughs> I, I like to think, as a matter of fact, not to not to get too ahead of ourselves, but I like to think <laughs> who the two next dolls that get to, <laughs> are a cowboy and an astronaut.
1: Oh God!
2: Right, right. How, how, you would have shut off the TV if, if, if instead of a hobo and a bagpipe player, a cardboard <laughs> <that> <laughs> Oh,
1: luckily, luckily, one of them is you know. Look, the major has his training so that he can like you know fashion a grappling hook and stuff like that.
2: Uh, he does, but first he actually. Th- this is my probably my favorite moment in the whole episode, where he basically like tries to stab the, the, <laughs> the thing that in with his sword.
1: I forgot about that.
2: So, I mean, what, what do you do if you're an army army major and you don't know anything about anything, but you have a sword? Well, yeah, you just try to, try to you know, run it through and see what happens.
1: I, I, I mean, know he does. He'd feel pretty silly if, like, you know, he never tried it.
2: Yeah, I mean, you don't know it's not going to work until you try it.
1: It's true. It's very true. We,
2: we can we can be here all high and mighty in our, uh, <laughs> in our, our in our ivory towers and, and, and second guess them. but I mean, how do you know it's not going to work until you try it? It's true. It's true. And uh, actually, I, ironically, uh, attacking the the tube with, with his sword <laughs> actually does work out because when his sword breaks. Uh, it actually gives him something to use as a grappling hook later.
1: True. Uh, yeah, that's they, right. Yeah.
2: So, so they decide uh, after you know trading metaphysical uh, uh, you know theories about about who they are and what they are. Uh, the major decides that he wants to escape. So his first plan, uh, well, no, I, I should say his first plan is stabbing it. Uh, then when that doesn't work, he regroups and decides, hey, let's just climb on each other's shoulders and, and we'll be high enough to get to the top. Uh, it turns out that they're not high enough to get to the top. And uh, the uh, they, they hear this loud uh, cacophony of noise. It distracts them and they fall. The ballerina breaks her legs. So now, oh, oh my gosh, we're, we're definitely not going to be tall enough to, to get out of here. Now, in addition to food and uh, a, a thing to do, a way to deal with the the, the after effects of food. Uh, now they also need medical care, right? And and then and then when that happens, you're going to have the hobo wanting universal health care. The clown saying no, <laughs> we can't do that. That's socialism, and we are just going to start fighting each other. And then and then you know the the, the hobo is going to want ivermectin to, to deal with uh, anything that comes up, and it's going to be just gonna be bad.
1: The clown's gonna get kicked off Twitter.
2: And, and don't get me started when the cowboy and the astronaut dolls. Shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> when they stormed the cylinder.
2: Yeah, exactly. So uh, the uh, so the ballerina hurts her um, hurts her leg in in, in some way. Um, she she just sort of rubs it in pain. You know that 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 that's that's how how they described uh, getting hurt in the '60s.
1: They just put and, some dirt on it,
2: and, and plus in the 60s she probably would have died from a broken ankle anyway
1: (laughs) even with the best medical care available yeah basically going back to the the major stabbing the uh the cylinder it really is a homer simpson moment
2: it is yeah (laughs) uh, it's like when uh, homer was building the barbecue pit and uh, all all the parts just sort of fell into the concrete and (laughs) Uh, you know, he's like, Lay Grill, what the hell is that? And then oh the end, my God. He just, just rams the thing with a with an an umbrella. Then,
1: <laughs>
2: well, yeah, that actually was a lot like Homer Simpson.
1: <laughs> oh, so perfect. Um I don't know that I can watch this episode too many times because it is it is haunting.
2: I do really feel bad for them. Um Yeah. It might be the saddest episode. <laughs> yeah, because you know, like, I, I assume eventually they found homes for the for the people. Not not, not to get ahead of ourselves. Um, so so they um, they uh, they come up with another. They regroup and come up with another plan where they're basically going to do the same thing. They're going to stand on each other's shoulders, except this time they're gonna they're gonna take what's left of the sword after the uh, after they <laughs> attacked the cylinder and it didn't do anything except break a sword. They're going to take what's left of the sword, tie it up to a string, and you know, lasso it up and use it as a grappling hook and he's going to climb out. And, uh, eventually he does, uh, he's standing on the, uh, you know, sort of like sitting on the edge and then, uh, and then he falls over and then they're like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, maybe we were in hell. Yeah. And,
1: um, that line, man, that line like hit me hard.
2: Yeah. So, such a sad clown. Um, <laughs>
1: Whoever heard of that?
2: But but we do learn that uh, they're actually the the cylinder is a bucket of of some kind, uh, and they're they're actually dolls because it's a it's a doll drive for Christmas, and so as I described it at the beginning, it's it's dark Toy Story, basically basically these these toys are coming alive when uh, when nobody's watching.
1: I mean, even that final shot of when they you know they they turn back into toys. And then, like the 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 ballerina ha- is like crying. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! This episode, it's so good, and it's 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 so it's so depressing.
2: So, so here's my question. So, when they got there, they had no idea what was going on. It's like they blinked into existence the second they got into this. Uh, yeah. This into this bucket thing. So, when the army major, <laughs> you know, when when the little girl tosses them back in. Uh, does the army major remember what happened? Oh my God. And and he's just like, who are you people?
1: Did you ever watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer? I did. Yes. So, you know, when she dies the first time and then her friends bring her back and then she can't, Buffy can't bring herself to tell the rest of the Scooby gang that she went to heaven and they essentially took her out of heaven. Well, not essentially, literally like, that's what I like, (laughs) that's what I imagine the army major like waking up to when he's tossed back into the bucket.
2: (laughs) Well, and and you gotta feel bad for him because you know, let's assume they're living in toy story rules Yeah, and the army major like, couldn't just, just get up and run away yeah you know like when, when he was out there so i mean like for whatever reason i don't know maybe he was he was terrified and just paralyzed out of out of fear uh he can't he can't void his bowels because he uh because they haven't eaten because they don't get food in the in the bucket uh so all he can do is 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 just sit there and paralyze terror when he's in the real world um yeah i yeah, it, it it gets dark. Yeah, especially uh, oh, if, you, yeah. if you sit and think about about what life was like for these uh, these poor poor lost souls.
1: I imagine that um, <clears throat> like this episode cannot be written in like the eighties or the nineties. Or, you know, especially now, because like every single action figure or doll would have like just an accoutrement of like accessories. Like Batman would be able to get out of this, a Batman toy would be able to get out of this bucket and like, yeah, he'd have the
2: the bucket dissolving spray. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he wouldn't have a problem.
1: Uh,
2: and well, yeah, I mean, like Buzz Lightyear, if we're if we're going Toy Story on this, yeah, he uh, just fly um, out. No, he couldn't because he he can only fall with style, so he couldn't. Oh, true, do oh,
1: true. I Forgot.
2: Um, yeah, so I, I I feel like at some point I you know, but listen, my brother is just sick enough that he's probably already showed this to our nieces. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is what your toys are like. Um, yeah, I, I'd almost be curious to know what they would think of, of this. Does it does it make them uh, more oh, or less likely to play with their toys, knowing that you know potentially this could happen? Uh, you know, which which would be the same thing if they saw a Toy Story. But <laughs> let's make them sit through a Twilight Zone.
1: God, I don't think culture. I don't think I I had the I would have the heart to do that. Um, I'm looking at a Wikipedia uh, page for this episode, and it says apparently this episode was reportedly an inspiration for the 1997 film cube, which is pretty cool. Really? Yeah. I mean, I guess like, you know, just people trying to get out of something, <laughs> but that is, okay, it is pretty cool. See that.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. No, no mention of a toy story on the, uh, on the Wikipedia page.
1: No, I didn't see it. No, there's nothing there. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah. I, I, I I think it's because, you know, they'd have to, they'd have to pay the estate of Rod Serling some royalties if if they, if they imagine that, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's got to be a hefty estate. Just a barrel,
0: a dark depository where I kept the counterfeit make-believe pieces of plaster and cloth wrought in the distorted image of human life. But this added hopeful note, perhaps they are unloved only for the moment. In the arms of children, there can be nothing but love. A clown, a tramp, a bagpipe player, a ballet dancer, and a major. Tonight's cast of players and the odd stage, known as the Twilight Zone. Cabotron?